needs more salt. Hello and welcome to the Super Salty Podcast with me, Nilesh Durari, and my co-host... Max Wallace, back again, because I'm the co-host. Welcome to the Super Salty mm, Podcast. How are you doing? Taking a few weeks off because I played Death Stranding for a week and I was like, I'm not ready to talk about this game, I need to play it more, and I played it more, and now I think, having made three Death Stranding videos on YouTube, I think I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, I've, I've put quite a bit of time into it i did not expect to like this game and play it so much to be to be long story short about my feelings on the game how you where you where, where does it sit with you right now well <laughs> making because i approached it in the sense that i need to make videos out of it i approached it differently to how you're supposed to like really take it in but like the first hour or two is literally just cutscene city you 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 have a cutscene for the intro you walk a bit and it's just cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after cutscene i think it's that many i think there's three basic cutscenes set uh, consecutively but other than that after that it's a kojima game what what can i say um you do get into the gameplay and you do slowly learn what everything means and how the world works. And I think a lot of people, I think there's a comparison here to make with Red Dead Redemption 2. Because I think a lot of people felt quite alienated by the gameplay and how the pace of the gameplay and how slow it was and how you basically move slowly and everything you do kind of takes time. And it's not incredibly snappy and action-packed and then as you progress it does become this faster paced game where you master how to pick up items and throw them and like fight enemies but it it takes work to get there how do you feel yeah that's a pretty good summation of it you uh i mean i'm you're talking about these these times where everything is really slow and there's lots of cutscenes and like I don't know to me now it's like oh it's been so long since oh I, I remember that day when there was lots of cutscenes and things used to be slow um, you know it's funny you put you put in time and you get to a point where suddenly you can fabricate these items that sort of uh, give you these quality of life uh, like positive uh, things and and uh, I don't know you kind of get rewarded for your ability to utilize these things that you unlock and be more efficient and i kind of like that for that reason like that's like the thing about the game i like is um it's going from a to b and making perfect decisions in that time and sort of getting a grade based on it um you know it's it's like a detail kind of thing like you tap r1 sometimes to see where to step you make decisions on like what rock to walk around and how you do it and if you jump and if you just do all that correctly from A to B, which is a lot of times a long distance, it's like it's super satisfying. Like I used to play a Euro Truck Simulator 2 all the time. And that game, like, I love that game too, and it lights up the same part of my brain. It's Death Str- The people who like Euro Truck Simulator will like Death Stranding, I think. 
I just I re- suddenly remembered that I messaged you about this game and how we hadn't done a podcast. I said we haven't done a podcast because this stupid game and it's stupid walking. And then a couple hours after, I said I've since changed my stance and <laughs> and I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> so I think yes. at some point we're trying to be spoiler free at the moment, but at some point it sort of snaps into place what this game is sort of conveying you. And I think it beats you over the head about how it's supposed to be about connection and stuff quite a lot. And I'm sure everyone's seen the news articles and how the game is about, like, sort of a bit of a commentary on how America is divided and also Brexit and stuff. But you don't really feel that through the gameplay until a certain point. And then all of a sudden, because you inadvertently asynchronously work together with other players you suddenly build something really cool alongside other players and you're like holy shit like i helped do that and for me it was well you can build roads in this game and i was carrying around like 700 of those crystals and a road takes up quite a lot of crystals so i just found one of these weird stations i thought it was a post box at first and i started interacting with it. i was like oh okay this is supposed to be like some sort of designated building for a road path and then it was like you can contribute materials in order to build a road so i just dumped as many crystals as i could give i still had like it was less than half the amount i was carrying and then i walked went on my merry way and then before you know it, know it, I was getting notifications that, like, I helped build this thing. And uh, there's a like system, and the likes were just flooding in. They're satisfying to see. And they're just in the bottom left corner of your screen. And uh, you, just get, you, you just get notified, like, hey, you, uh, you put some work in, use some resources to make this thing. Someone just used it. Someone just liked using it. It's perfect. It's fun. It's, like, such a nice little extra... You know, icing on the cake type thing that I like. There's I also, the, also appreciate the um. He put likes in, but he didn't want dislikes. He just wanted positive connotations. So like, you would just get a lot of likes, and you know, it's it. You kind of do feel it. Like you go somewhere, and someone's left a ladder there that you need to use, and you're grateful that you don't need to use your own ladder. You know, and then like when you yeah. get to places that are like really steep, and then what had happened is the first person turned up, used the ladder, and left it there, and then the second person used the first person's ladder, realized there needs to be more ladders to get to where they need to be, and then they used they left their ladder there, and the third person saw two ladders, and he was like, "I'll complete this path," and then all of a sudden, like a, a community of people have made have helped you they've thought of you in some capacity also a really funny thing is that someone who watched one of my death stranding videos i put a trash can sticker the the holographic sticker just randomly at the entrance of a of a base and he was like your sticker's in my game (laughs) your graffiti is in my game because <laughs> it Whoa. wasn't it wasn't helpful what in any capacity yeah it was strange That's pretty wild well there's a good yeah. chance that they like saw my username on it and then <laughs> googled me <laughs> so there's that oh, i found that strange okay. yeah. still cool it's still pretty cool um i'm not a smart man but that's cool i think 
it's hard to talk about this game and not talk about spoilers. So should we move sure. into spoilers? I feel like if you're not playing, uh, this, we can throw up a warning. You know, not to not to deliberately start attacking the spoilers, not <laughs> to sp- start immediately just listing them off, but to I guess allow us to talk more freely. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I guess we'll issue that sort of warning now. Might be some spoilers for you. I think also it's just kind of it's a, it can be subcon. Uh, what do you call it? Um, it can be up to you know interpretation whether something is spoilers or not how important is a piece of information you know some people say nothing's a spoiler except like the ending i don't i don't know unless you're me and it regards marvel movies then even seeing a picture in the corner of your eye gives away the ending (laughs) yeah um i mean do you consider i mean this is i just think this is interesting do you consider trailers to be spoilers to any degree yeah i do but that's because the marketing material for most movies is the it they just give away so much like so many of the plot points in fact even marvel came marvel spoiled their own movie with endgame because for the longest time they left tony stark's uh well his ending like what happens to the character as a mystery and and they even went to the effort of removing him in certain scenes and then they included him in certain scenes in in later trailers in certain scenes of the trailers and then we knew he survived space so it was just fun it was fun not knowing what happened to him because honestly a lot of people thought he just died in space (laughs) sure yeah reasonable assumption I think after that yeah um, but back I, to yeah. Death Stranding. Uh, yes. Something that's not a spoiler is like the difficulty. Because I've got the difficulty set to hard. The game isn't that hard. <laughs> no. Yeah, you... I have it set to fuck, what the fuck ever it's. I don't know. I just pressed X through menus. I don't know. It's I've, probably normal. I think it only. I can't. People are split on this. I thought it only matters with like enemy encounters, as in like mules which are the mm-hmm. human enemies in the games that are just addicted. Mm-hmm. They're just addicted to delivering packages so much so that they'll take your packages. That is not super clear to me why they exist and why they're like that, but they're kind of funny. And uh, they remind me of those like uh, hazmat guys from the Monsters, Inc. building corporation. They kind of remind me of those guys. Yeah. Um it's 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 mental and like i you know i've been recording just for side note what i've been doing is like funny moments which means that i edit out everything that isn't interesting and roughly or pretty on the dot for every hour i record there is about a minute's worth content <laughs> because a lot of the game really is walking around tripping over the baby cries you need to shake the baby <laughs> and no, you know a uh, 60 to 1 ratio is nothing to nothing to wag a finger at that's I, pretty good i think yeah. it is <laughs> yeah that's pretty good um but the game becomes different when you unlock vehicles and the first vehicle yeah. you get is the the uh reverse trike reverse reverse tricycle arguably arguably the first vehicle you unlock is the floating carrier have you used that yet? What you can it's get the you can food. get the floating carrier before you can get the reverse trike. Wait, 
Actually, I don't know. Can you? No, I haven't used the flying Maybe chariot. Maybe I'm mixing that up. But I, I do want to ride down a hill on it. And I saw someone on oh, YouTube. That's amazing. It's like made, it's like, my personal favorite vehicle. <laughs> it's it's so funny. So it's this item for those who um are, are uninitiated and don't give a shit to be spoiled because they made it to this point. Um, the floating carrier is this device that it like literally floats over the ground with uh, the chiralium or whatever. And you put a package in it, and it just you can tie a string to you, and it floats behind you. Well, if you look at the description of the item, the very bottom line is like, also, it's basically a skateboard. And I, so, I <laughs> like how you could just ride it down this, a hill this like this a skateboard. Futuristic <laughs> technology which can levitate shit. Yeah, like this thing levitates off the ground like a Back to the Future skateboard. Oh, that's cool. How does it follow you? I don't fucking know. Tie a rope to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's an extra i love that feature it's like so simple i just tie her up to it you know in real life though that thing if you were running with that thing and you stopped it would fucking bruise your ankles up that shit would hurt so bad would it hurt more than when you get a scooter as a kid and you like twist it under your feet and try and catch it again by jumping on it but oh, then it hits geez, your ankles exactly that is exactly what I had in mind. Was that specific pain of the in America, side of a of a razor scooter hitting your ankles? Do, were, the, were the edge of the scooter like just like razor bars, like not like curve, but just something that you could actually cut a melon with? They weren't. I mean, they were. It was like a pretty thin piece of metal at the edge. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I up, mean. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. 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 That's what this game Not needs. Fun. It needs. It needs a scooter. <laughs> Or Fraser it's, Scooter and Death Stranding. driving me insane, Max. We, get, we go off on tangents all the time. But you know how, like, in America, there are okay. cities that use electric scooters to get around? Yes. I think yes. Brighton has started using them. I'm amazed <laughs> they haven't already. They're, they've kind just, of taken over those big... Oh, we don't have any of those here. I've never yeah, even yeah. ridden one. I've never seen one, but they're around. That's because mm. country roads take me home. <laughs> to the place I belong. Uh, yeah. Fallout 76, I, Mama. I haven't unlocked the levitating carrying thing yet, but I will. Okay. Okay. And, okay. you know, I mean, in my gameplay, you can see I didn't know how to fix the reverse trike. I thought you could use container spray, and container spray is the spray that you use on your packages when they're damaged to reverse the effects of time fall, which is rain that damages shit and turns right, you old. Right. Time falls wild. I, have you uh, have you carried a live person yet? <laughs> no, I saw I saw footage of it, and it looks like something that I'm not going to enjoy because it's stressful. It's really stressful. I don't. Have you I ever been it. on public transport and you sit next to someone and they just want to talk to you, and it's like this is hella uncomfortable. I imagine it's worse than that. Yeah, you know, I never uh, thought to draw that comparison, but now that I'm seeing it in my head, like, I see it. Yeah. It's not fun. An unsolicited no. social interaction. <laughs> you you feel like you can be more ballsy with uh, inanimate objects on you. Like, even if they're fragile, it's like, they don't have feelings. This this uh, 800-year-old vase doesn't have feelings. I can fall with this thing on me. Um, but a human, this, this it just it adds, doesn't you know, have feelings. <laughs> It does. It does not. Uh, I, actually, I saw the nerve endings have nothing. Fair enough. They're not. There's nothing. nothing. I saw someone's gameplay where 
<laughs> they dropped <laughs> the corpse in a river <laughs> and it floated <laughs> away. The river I've dropped shit in the in river a couple times. The river. Uh, I never suck. lost anything in the river though. I always was able to just get him. But yeah. I think the one time I lost control in a river, I wasn't actually carrying anything. So like, but it, they suck. Like, the yeah. you have a scanner and it leaves dots in the ground, like holographic dots that you can see. And the blue means that you can go, and the yellow means be cautious, and the red means you'll trip over it. And like the river, you're supposed to be able to get through like the yellow areas of the river but yeah i if you're holding down your straps you can you have to okay. yellow means you have to be holding left and right on your straps you oh okay fair enough maybe i let go of yeah. one and then it was just it was i was just gone from there yeah it doesn't actually if you if you aren't holding on if you're not like steadying yourself it doesn't give you a lot of time it's like less than a second it's like yeah but i mean that makes sense you're in like water you're in strong like high you know waist deep water so Here's something yeah. that yeah. I've already forgotten it. That's there's my attention span right there. Hold on, it's coming yeah, back. Uh, mm-hmm. Something that so yes. there's a guy in the game. His name is fucking Die Hard Man. <laughs> it's Die Hardman, but it's, they fucking named the guy Die Hard Man. No, How about I'm that? Max. Huh? I remember yeah. what I was gonna say. The UI of this game is mm-hmm. s- basically copy paste for the most part of Metal Gear Solid Five. But okay. they've made it even less clear as how to do things. Just just do things. For instance, when I came across the first boss battle, I didn't understand that the grenades regenerate if you equip a blood bag, which takes blood from you and then makes these grenades. I didn't understand that. And then I went from doing the boss fight for like 30 minutes, not understanding how I was picking up these grenades off the ground but i couldn't use them for some reason am i talking shit or is this i'm out on the money here like you have to equip a blood Um, bag in order to so i mean here's the thing like they definitely they explain it to you verbally but that that happens with so many items so quickly that it's hard to retain all this information that piece of information specifically being pretty important to the boss battle to understand that you know if, if a game's going to put you in a boss battle, it needs to not be possible for you to run out of ammo in a game, logically, right? Because then it's just a soft block, and you just have to let the thing kill you, and that pisses the player off. Well, I, I made the connection that so, the blood bags yeah. do something for me. Yes, but I thought yes, the fact I can, that I have yeah. them on my person, I thought that was enough. But no, I have to put them in my hand for some reason and run around like a headless chicken for a while whilst these grenades... Uh, recharge or whatever, but yeah, that you unlock the thing and uh, you hear that noise, and then they explain to you the the uh, Sam. These these grenades are have fucking blood in them. It's fucking gross. You throw them and and things get grossed out and run away. And then now you know what the thing does. Um, but they're hard to they're they're easy to miss. You can like skip things. You might have been spamming X. I mean, that's like a thing about the game. I will it? say, though, uh-huh. once you've got that down, these boss battles aren't really challenging. Right? No, not really. Like, no. you just run around. The missions for a bit. are where the action's at. Like, I think the. The cinematics of the boss battle is more intimidating than the actual boss battle. And it is, like, intimidating having this giant, oily tentacle monster come at you. 
But then you realise if I stand on these areas, then it can't really hit me for the most part. And if I throw grenades at it, you just throw grenades at it until... It almost feels you like You just cheating. move and throw grenades. That's it. You just yeah. get high ground and throw grenades. Um, they could knock your platform down that you're on into, into the sludge. Yeah. But then you just um, go to the next one. I found Amazing. myself like quite far away from a platform at one point. I say this, but like I've definitely got hit a couple times by the things. Although, like you know, if you ask me point blank, did you enjoy it? I would say yes. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I know, like, I'm. I, I have a question. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll say I have a question for you in my notes here. So, uh, for context, I think I mentioned this off the recording. So, um, I wrote notes down about the game on the first day first like day or two that i played it and and i've been playing it for a while now so i'm seeing if some of these hold up but anyway i have a question on here that i wrote that says how quickly did you find out that you could piss um i saw it in the gameplay beforehand as in like i saw it announced so i knew you could piss but okay uh actually quite early on is the truth but what I wanted to know is at what point can you tactically piss? Because I know that you're supposed to be able to pee on the oily boys, but when I tried it, it went all horribly wrong. There's many times where I'm playing the game and it all goes horribly wrong, and it's usually down to the BT ghost monsters. And, like, for instance, I I went to the effort of fixing up the trike and charging it and building stations where people could charge their own uh, trikes, and then I took it up the rockiest mountain and i was i thought i was gonna die because i kept having to stop all the time because there was a rock in the way and then i just drove straight into two bts and i you know i couldn't get the trike back in hindsight i could have probably used the blood grenades that i had on me but then i found that like you really couldn't get up like the last section of that path is just rocks and nothing else and you can only as go as far as the... getting caught by bts it seems like if you get caught by them you you have to ditch the trike mm. i think it's like they're like putting the importance on like this thing on your back is kind of telling you the direction of th- these things you need to plan your route better that's why you ran into them as you can kind of get around I skateboarded through a bunch of them once and like <laughs> it was so fucking I was laughing out loud in this seat right here playing it because it was I got so close to like four of them in this area where you're supposed to I could tell the area that was designed for me to run into more than usual you know to to give me the feeling of this area is dangerous this is, this is a crazy area of the game and um, I skateboarded by like five of them four or five Do <laughs> so you... like, just kick pushing through <laughs> my thing was going left and right excuse me guys i'm i'm tony hawk actually one of the the more difficult parts of the game is that you come across someone who doesn't believe in your connect america again initiative and he's just like i ain't joining your thing but like i'll work with you look i've got a toolbox in hell so go get my toolbox and i'll think about it and then you do go get his toolbox and it's like built ruins and ruins of building it's probably one of the more complicated parts of the game because for the most part the game is like open areas and this is like you you are weaving in and out of like broke um demolished buildings demolished you know uh, ruins ruins and that's quite hard because there are bts literally everywhere 
like every, and then you're trying to like figure out a path through them and hold your breath and I swear Sam can't hold his breath as long as a normal person can and the baby starts crying if the baby's crying does it attract attention I don't think so I don't think oh. it does um, you can hear it because like literally you have a connection but I think it I'm pretty sure the pod it's in is soundproof but I've, I've learned that like the BT thing is it's easier than I think it is getting mm. away from them they oh, yeah. make it seem hard because there's just so much going on. You're making erratic movements and stuff. But really, if you, if you get down to it, you you can pretty much get out of there and they have no fucking idea where you are if if you are like crouched and if you're very close, holding your breath. If you just like if you're if you make sure you're not right the fuck on them, like touching like f- below where they're floating, they don't see. You. Oh. And they aren't very fast themselves. So no. if you just kind of crouch and just walk in a fucking direction, you can usually get out of them. I've never but had it's, it. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I've never been like, you know, like when they got you, bitch, and they've got the oily boys like touching your kneecaps and whatnot. I've never yeah. had it where they've successfully taken me away. I've the, and yeah, because um, it's, I, it's sucks. I've been it's mashing crazy. buttons my entire life. And if you tell me to mash one button, I'll mash that button to the next dimension. But, like, there's, like, three times... I once got, like, three consecutive times caught by them. As in, like, I've run away, and that's triggered another set of them on me. Um, That forest? That forest to the wind farm? Fuck that place. That place sucks. And I tried to be smart about it getting out and go, like, in through the mountains... But there's there's nothing up there. Like it might as well be invisible walls up there. You can't you can't actually get up there, and you can't place ladders and stuff like that. So you end up with like trying to find your find such a way that you can go around the forest, but you're basically at the edge of the forest, like just just the edge of the outside trees, and that seemed to work. Also, it sucks when you fall over and lose all your shit. Also, it sucks yeah. when you get surrounded by mules and just get beat into a pulp. I've noticed that there's no, like, automatic lock-on. It's not, like... I don't want to say, like, a Batman game. It feels it feels like there kind of is. If, but it's pretty... It's slight enough that... It's pretty slight. Yeah. I feel like I've had it... Um, I've pressed punch what I thought was a little too far away from an enemy, mm. and it kind of... I felt it kind of... You know what I mean? It had kind of pulls you closer oh, okay. like shadow of mordor like really does that if you're like 10 feet away and you press like swing you go you like, no, <laughs> you, like teleport no, to them the, basically the, swing. the biggest culprit it's is a batman. little bit the biggest culprit is batman like batman will basically fly <laughs> to an enemy somehow in order to punch them when you press oh, punch um other than that like you know it's it's quite when you get down to like mastering how to throw a package at someone's head that's pretty cool uh when you master the combat sam is pretty good at hand-to-hand combat is the truth uh the best thing to do if you know that you're going to enter a combat situation is drop all your shit so you're way more maneuverable unless you have a bowler gun and yes i've just got one and also i learned with those they have different effects based on where you hit them. Mm. If you can aim at, aim at someone's neck with a bullet gun, they will be knocked out for way longer, I found out. Oh, it's like a headshot. That's some shit. Yeah. 
but at their neck. So you, and like, well, if you right, think the about divider it, of body the two, the two balls wrap really fast around your noggin and then just simultaneously smack you <laughs> in the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It fucks you up. It's they're out for a long time. If you have a mission where it's like you got to go in here to this mule territory and they have a a single weird little tiny briefcase somewhere and it's always in the post box that's like disguised as a rock or whatever. I always thought that was kind of cool. Have you seen those those um those post boxes they have that yeah. are design that are disguised as rocks? Pretty yeah, cool. yeah. I've come across one. Yeah. I, I I knew it straight away though. I don't know why. I yeah, oh, I me think too. It, yeah. it looks the you texture. You find it accidentally it, pretty easily. It looks like a hologram, way. so you just know yeah. it's a hologram. Um the first time I had to go through mule territory, it ruined me. Like it destroyed. I was destroyed multiple times. Mm-hmm. I cut this out of the gameplay. No, I haven't even got there in terms of like recording and editing it down. But like I got my ass handed to me over and over. If you've got three around you, you're fucked. You're no, yeah, I can. It's hard to handle too, honestly. Yeah, like as um, if you're if you're fighting one, and it takes a while to like knock one of them out hand to hand. The other one has plenty of time to get you from the back at any point, and yeah. you're fucked. And it's like, pretty hard. You're never gonna. Chances are you're gonna alert all of them, and the best thing to do is pick off one that's far away so that they all start running to you, and then as they approach you, you can deal with them one or two at a time but if you end up in the middle of all of them and then they get alerted you it's you you might as well give up or just run but you know they take your stuff they put it in their own disguised post box you then have to get it um by the time you've done this a couple times your your cargo is probably really really damaged is the truth I can, you know, I I appreciate that they made that the process. I feel like you um, you get some uh, revenge in a way mm. when you have to like steal your shit back for them. Like you know, you originally died or whatever because they bested you, and so now you go in, you sneak, you get your stuff, shit, you get out, and that feeling of like, yeah, they 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 killed me like a half hour ago, and here I am going in there getting my shit and leaving. They didn't see me. So, the exoskeletons. Are also another item that just changes up the game completely. Like mm-hmm. with an exoskeleton, life is just so much easier. Like that's probably one of the biggest quality of life changes in the game: getting the exoskeleton and being able to walk faster. This uh, this may just be me. Uh, well, there's two different kinds of exoskeletons. There's the one that makes you like carry shit better, which is the first one you get, mm-hmm. and the second one is like the speed one, and it's called like the speed skeleton or whatever the fuck um the the first one you i leveled up enough to where because i was always i pretty much always carry an extra order with me every time Mm -hmm. Uh, i have a a high capacity level so you can level up in different uh, uh different aspects of your carrying like your delivery time your capacity your speed oh not speed that's delivery time you get it um so I, I feel like I don't need the exoskeleton that helps me carry things quickly. Like I'm, I love you level up pretty quickly to a point where you're like you're pretty strong, dude. Like you do level <laughs> the up. The speed quickly. one's good. This one yeah, time do. I made a delivery. I'm, I'm pretty beefy, and I had leveled up like m- m- probably over ten times in one yeah. in one menu, mm-hmm. and it just kept going dish dish dish, and I was like, dude. 
Well, I've just... This isn't even my final form. <laughs> I think what's crazy about that, too, is uh, is that seeing how much experience a mission is worth gives you a uh, a look into how hard the developers thought that would be for you. Because they obviously want to give you a reward proportionate to how hard you, they think you're going to work for the mission. So sometimes like you'll do a mission and maybe it wasn't that hard for you and then that'll happen where you level up 10 times. You're like, how fucking hard did they think that was gonna, supposed to be? Yeah. You can see that in Pokemon too. When you get down with a fight and it's like, wasn't that bad? And then you get like a million experience. Like, oh, I wasn't supposed to one-shot that guy. Also back to like the meaning of the game. Yeah. Like when you're prepping yourself to make deliveries like you end up taking stuff with the intention of i'm gonna make a bridge over a river here with this ladder and i'll probably carry this uh climbing anchor and then leave it if if i do find a place that i needed it and because you can you get to a point where like very quickly i I say quickly like 10 hours into the game at that point everything that you need you can craft and you can claim from a shared locker. And sometimes you'll just put stuff in the shared locker. Because you're like, I'm getting too many of these. Someone else can use this. And you end up planning routes and taking stuff with the intention of leaving it. Which has the benefit of because then you're carrying less. You're a bit more nimble. So you end up helping other people on your own accord by choice. Damn it, Kojima. <laughs> Yeah, he fooled me into yeah. helping. He duped us. He ma- he made us be good, and that is bad. Exactly. Yeah, uh, what other notes do I have in here? Uh, in all caps, it says "Monster Energy Fucking Drink," and then there's a note under it that says, "I can't believe the Monster Energy," and also in all caps. Well, it almost makes sense to me because if you've ever seen, you haven't, but if you drive past the Monster Energy factory in crawley in england it looks like a dystopian building honest to god it's like a it's like a ruined building and they've just slapped the monster energy logo on it like like an ancient church of monster energy (laughs) it's very strange it's a very strange building (laughs) with imagery of dirt bike riders from the 1900s amazing but yeah it's on the nose like when you take a number two the doors close and there is an amc advert for norman reedus's motorcycle show that i haven't seen and have no intention of seeing uh caught me off guard gotta say yeah it's it's how much can we forgive him for he's such a good game designer but how much can we let him get away with you know I think there's um there's a an aspect of this game that I don't see in no that's not true uh, an aspect of this game I, I appreciate in this game in this game in this game in this game is the the on the nose it's the kind execution of, kind of stuff the, the the decisions the 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 decision to give you the um different colored sunglasses they look fucking they they let you make the glasses lime green it looks fucking so stupid and they just they let you do it and i kind of like that yeah the likes are ridiculous okay and here's the thing about the likes too i wanted to mention so we're talking about the like system within the game that you know when you use other people's um when you i guess when you uh, encounter someone else's 
item that they built, structure that they built, you can like it. Well, you can you have like basically unlimited likes. I mean, to a certain point, it stops. But you can like someone's structure like seventy times. <laughs> like if you, if you give someone that many likes, like the the weight of a like is fucking ruined. It's like printing infinite money. It's like oh, the currency is worthless now. So I think that's like a deliberate uh, choice, which is funny. Just here, give, here's a bunch of fucking meaningless likes, and you can generate as many likes as you want, and just go, just spam it every time you climb up a ladder. It's kind of funny. You can get to around a hundred if you if you yeah. if you press really really fast. You can give something something a hundred likes in whatever designated time slot it gives you. Uh, it, I I kind of like it because then when like you find someone who has helped you out and only has like six likes on their ladder or whatever, you're like, you know what? Here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's uh, it's satisfying to just uh, feel like you're you're breaking the system in a way where you're like completely skewing the numbers. You know, someone seeing a structure that has 120 likes, um, you might think in your head, oh, it's like. Like about a hundred people probably came by here. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like twenty-one people. One of them did it eighty times. Here's something that's a bit immersion breaking. It's you know, you know works. the yeah the private locker, your private locker. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it like travels from place to place. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. No, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I've just been yeah. putting too much shit in all of them, and I don't know what I'm doing. This is I true. do too. I do too, um, and I, I don't know, I feel like a lot of it, a lot of things I put, end up putting in there are like, you know, if I have a shitload of grenades or a shitload of blood bags or whatever, um, I guess those get put in there automatically when you like shower and like hmm. shit and piss in your private room. Because you get, you get um, grenades made out of shit and piss and shower water and yes. blood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of scatter them around because you never know when you're in the area delivering something because you come back to places, you revisit places all the time. Um, well, on the way anyway, you kind of move up in sections. You kind of go from, you know, eastern to western or to, to central to western. Like your overworld map like completely changes when you go to areas. I remember you telling me, I think you said you were in Port Knot City or something like that. Yeah. You're about to go to central. Yeah, I'm. I've left if you the port already. now, and I've okay. arrived in the middle parts of America, and I'm. There's a lot in there. Yeah, yeah. there is. That's great. There's a lot of lot of stupid little rivers that you definitely need a ladder for. There's a lot of planning routes according to where people have left ladders, so that you can cross rivers, as well as avoiding the entire uh, mule territory area. Ugh. Hard to do. Hard to do. You find yourself just in there. Yeah, you can't make a beeline through that place. Like you have to walk no, around. No, no, they'll fuck you up. They'll throw a spear that um, generates some electric field type shenanigans around it, and it will just shut your vehicle the fuck down. Awesome, love it. You know, I've Great. noticed that their aim is terrible until you need it to to be terrible, like. I can be oh, standing on foot. Still. Like you can pretty much whenever you yeah. hear that thing about to be thrown, you start zigzagging and it misses you. I mean, I've been stood still before and it hadn't got me. But like I've noticed when people get vehicles, they up their game somehow. <laughs> yeah, man. They're scary. When there's more than two, it's like you have to just hope you escape. What do you make of the story of this game? 
Uh, it's interesting. I think it has some dips in it in terms of like things that are happening. Um, well, I think what they're trying to do is give you something big and then sort of lull of energy and then, you know, something momentous happens. So maybe while you're, you've been down here in terms of how much is happening in the story, something like this happens. Oh, it's exciting. Well, I think maybe the gaps in between the exciting moments, it's a little too far apart. But it's still good. It's still fine. But it's it can be slow for a little too long sometimes. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like you can be in the swing of things and you get tired of it and kind of you spend a couple hours trying to convince yourself that enjoying yourself and then a cutscene will happen and the game will progress and you're back to a more enjoyable part uh starting a new area or doing a new mission and with some new gear and you're maybe it gives you enough to tide you over but i will say like a lot it's it really is walking around a lot grabbing your backpack straps uh trying not trip over tripping over calming down your baby shaking your playstation 4 controller uh trying to my re- man i appreciate that they let you shake the baby as hard as you want yes <laughs> the, you can shake pretty hard and there's like an extra animation for when you shake it really hard yes. <laughs> he's going <laughs> like he's trying to get <laughs> sauce out the bottom of the <laughs> container my hamburger that's yeah. what norman Reedus does with his magical fetus have you seen that image that got popular on reddit someone drew someone uh, drew the ba- chibi norman Reedus. yeah this is norman Reedus and the magical fetus <laughs> oh, i saw someone's youtube thumbnail was the baby carrying norman Reedus. <laughs> oh that's good I that was see that one. it was yeah, That's it's an good. eye catcher. Um, Beautiful. I think the story is. It's like a pretty decent blend of like American cinema and anime. You kind of catch what I mean? Like all of the Metal Gears, or most of the Metal Gears, like the, the way the camera moves and frames the characters to convey what the story is trying to tell you is quite anime. But, you know, this is a story about America and rebuilding America. I don't know what else to say. I thought I had more to say on the fact. But no, no I feel I that. Don't. I feel that. It's, um, I don't know. It's just kind of, you know, when we're speaking as people who haven't experienced the thing in its entirety, maybe we don't really know the pacing that the overall game is supposed to feel like. I don't know. Maybe it changes. But, uh yeah, it just kind of moves along and gives you a little bit more this, you know, you have this sort of detailed quilt that's slowly unraveling as you kind of keep pushing it out, you know. And um, it, it gives you just, like you said, it gives you just enough to sort of tide you over to give give you something to do. And I, I kind of like it. I like just um, uh, repeating something um but it's loose enough that it feels like different instances of the thing you're repeating. You improve a little bit each time. Maybe you get faster. You can. You don't have to worry about an issue that you once um, that once plagued you, kind of thing. I, I, I like it. I like the pacing. Okay. There I think is, it could be a little faster, but I think it's okay. There is definitely something to appreciate in this game. You know, like we're sat here, kind of saying 
well, this and this technically is negative, and but overall, this game, you know, I've played it for like what must be like 15 hours, and I've had a pretty decent time, is the truth. Like, I'm discovering things. Like, it, make, it makes you feel like you're discovering stuff. There's a lot in there. There's, you know, people might not know you can skateboard in a floating carrier. Um, there's lots of little things I can't think of any off the top of my head, but, you know, that logically makes sense, but that maybe they don't tell you you can do in, in the description of an item or or whatever, and it's kind of neat. You well, can you know, slowly... like you can decide how you package your stuff. You can't. You most of the time I auto arrange, but you can just have fun with making like a giant tall stack of things on his back and mm-hmm. watching him like struggle to carry it around for a bit, just for the sake of your own amusement. And like you can, you can hit someone with a ladder. I think if you pack it in such a way that it's on your tool rack. You can, and you know it's it's interesting. It's quite fun. It's quite funny to hit a mule. They drop their package. You pick up the package, and then you throw it at their head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's quite. Mm-hmm. It's quite enjoyable. Like there are things you can create your own fun in this game, and I think it gives you enough time where things are like slowing down, and you can think about this stuff. You can just mess with things, you know. And with the bowler gun, you can use the string. You can use one of those, like, bloody ropes, which are made out of your own blood. And then you can use the bowler gun on the BTs. Um, there's, en- there's enough here to enjoy. There's enough here to call it a good game. I don't know if it's a 9 out of 10 game, though. Um... I feel like eight and a half yeah. resonates with 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 how I feel, which is great. Yeah, that's still six great. is above average, so eight and a half. I mean, yeah, eight and a half's good. I, I mean, I I I know I'm enjoying it, but how do I verbalize why I'm enjoying it? Because it's, that, it's a different game, and maybe that's why I like it so much. You know, like, I then went on to play Call of Duty a lot, and I enjoy it, but I have played it before, and this is something that is actually entirely new, like an an exploration game, not like an action-adventure game, but like an adventure game, like a pure yeah. adventure game. It, feel, it really does feel like an adventure, that's a good point. It's a, it's a game that I think people should know before going in that it's, gonna, it's going to do something different for you than other games. Mm. Uh, the feeling you get out of it, the satisfaction kind of hits you differently, it's a different kind of thing. The, um, the, the feeling of getting from A to B, making perfect decisions in between and being rewarded for it and seeing a grade and having a hologram person going, oh, thank you, the, the shrimp looks perfect. It's, uh, Actually, about that I, I got is, it. Uh, it feels yeah. like it scratched an itch that you didn't know you had. There we go. It, yeah. It's like this, mm-hmm. this such a pleasant feeling when you the game mechanics in your brain they click into place, and how pleasant, it, how you, how warm it feels, knowing that everyone else in this game is having a similar experience to you, and that. This life of this character is horrible. It's harsh as fuck. And 
the only thing that you can do is bring people things to make their life slightly better and leave things in places to help other people who are having the same experience as you. And also you come across NPC uh, delivery boys as well. And, you know, if you give them a bunch of likes, they give you something. They just straight up hand you something that might be useful, like a ladder or a, a, a climbing anchor. It's it took me people... a while to figure out what the hell those are. Climbing anchors? Oh, the delivery boys? No, the... Yeah. Oh, I yeah, see. Did you start attacking them? No, I just was running away from something when I saw it. So I couldn't really utilize its uh, services the first time I saw it. But I was like, what the fuck? Why is this statue of David handing me a grenade? What is going on? Yeah. I think it's I'm great, kind... Though. I think I've understood what the game is. I think... Unless there's more, there could always be more realizations to be had. It's a it's a meditative, uh, you know, A to B decision maker kind of thing. You know, it is you, do, am, I, am I am I climbing over this thing? Am I walking around it? Should I should I take the time to stop to press R one to see if this is safe? Should I just go for it? Am I jumping? Do I do I make a tricycle, bike, motorcycle, whatever the fuck for this mission? Is that going to waste things? Am I going to crash it halfway through? It looks like there's mountains there. Am I going to have to leave it on the mountain? (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, and I should mention too, a feature I really like about this game that I think a lot of games do not get correctly is route planning. I like the route planning on the map. It's pretty cool. You you place a a point on a a map, on an overworld map that you would like see in a game like Skyrim or something with a square. And then if you hold it down, and drag with the left, um, the left stick to move your point. Mm-hmm. Um, it draws a line between where you press the button down and where you release the button, and you can do that from point to point and make a route. So I don't know. Say you're going from uh, an area and then around a mountain. So yeah. you don't want to use the straight line that is sort of auto-generated. You can do that, and it sort of shows paths between things or, or maybe you look on the map to an area that's already connected to the chiral network so you can see on the overworld map like where people's items are and structures and you can see ahead of time where bts are you can schedule a path around it and then you don't have to because because you took the time to do that you don't have to constantly reference your mini map or your world map while you're in while you're walking you can just keep walking and press maybe L1 to get that compass to see where your points are and keep walking. It's a great feature. I think a lot of games don't do that properly. It's just they try to get auto give you where you're supposed to go so you don't have a choice. Or they give you a, a straight line that like it's shitty and you have to figure it out yourself. I, I like this. I think it's a great feature. There are enough tools in this game to keep you occupied. And all the tools are actually quite well designed once you give it the time of day. Yeah, like, it's, there's an aspect to, like, someone asked me, am I addict, have I ever been addicted to, like, a certain game? And I can't remember, what's that, what's that game that's the competitor to SimCity? Um, City Skylines. City Skylines. I just remembered it just off the top of my head. They asked me, have you ever been, like, addicted, what's the last game you were, like, properly addicted to? And I was like, City Skylines, for some reason. And it's just because it's just well-designed tools, and you can just use them, and it, it's great. And to, to some extent, this game, once you master uh, putting cargo on your back, 
and organizing things with the menu and micromanaging um and plotting routes and doing looking at your social stats and all sorts like they're all pretty well designed tools but they are kind of hidden away and not explained to you that great is the truth like that you pointed to them and then you have to spend some time like going through it and decide uh, trying to realize what it means for instance i i couldn't fabricate stuff and i couldn't figure out why and it was because i was dismissing a pop-up message that told me that i can't fabricate stuff yet because they haven't got a printer or whatnot there's something early in the game and i wanted to fabricate a ladder and i was like i don't understand also the stuff at the bottom is a bit ambiguous in that menu where it's like this is the amount of things that you resources that you will use in order to make this and it almost seems like negative like you shouldn't be using this stuff i know what you're talking about yeah like it's, it's laid out it's laid out a little strangely and it makes sense once you know what it is but it, it it's not not very intuitive they could explain it better there's and a such a tiny times. nitpick you you understand it's like well yeah. obviously it's it, this means that it's going to it is going to subtract this much from the total hmm. but then but it, the total it shows you is the total before the sub- subtraction so then you press a yeah. and then you see the new it's like what? There's a lot of times here where like you're trying to do something with the menu or something and like you know what you want to do and you think you're about there but then you question if this is what you meant to do and then you won't know until you try it and you're a bit anxious of trying it in case you fuck something up. Yeah. It's I a Kojima game. The, <laughs> it isn't it though. Uh what's what's okay about that though? Uh or at least what ends up being sort of its own workaround, like built into the game, is that a lot of things that you're going to be printing from the fabricator, uh, you know, mission to mission or whatever, or at least often, don't require a lot of um, uh, materials. You can just kind of, I just craft, like, without fucking looking at how much I need. Yeah, you get I, you to know what I mean? I can like pretty much know. make whatever, yeah, yeah. It's really not, yeah. So I think that's okay. It's a little weird at the beginning when it, when it matters, but um, unless you're, like, you know, making a new road or whatever, which those, like, you definitely need to keep track of, like, where all your resources are and where where is the most you can grab and how much can you carry on your back at once. Uh, other than that, I mean, I feel like you can you have enough pretty much for anything. Even, like, the motorcycles and cars, I tend to have enough at each station. What I will say is that... I really enjoy this game. Uh... But if you thought that Red Dead Redemption 2 was too slow, you won't like this game. <laughs> and it's if a you slow think burn. that if you think that Metal Gear Solid 5 is complicated, you won't like this game. <laughs> 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 like if you think the menu system of Metal Gear Solid 5 is tedious, this is even more of that. You kind of have to like take a class in this game and get certified before you can play it a little bit. You have to... That's not true. Like, I didn't I didn't Google shit. I've actually been playing this game, learning it just from playing the game. And I, I've gotten pretty far with it. Like, it doesn't hide too much from you, really. If you, like, look for how to do something, it's in the game somewhere. It'll be in the, the guides, in the tip menu. You will have seen it um, in the loading screen when you can, like, browse through those tips. Which, by the way, that's a, that's a note I wrote down. The tips and the loading screens are pretty good. Um, I learned a shitload through just 
reading those in the loading screen. I'm impressed. They're not like obvious shit. Like that's a lot of useful like stuff maybe you didn't know in there. But yeah, a, it, it takes like, a lot of, to learn. It, it, there's a learning curve. Steep learning curve is the, what we're saying, I think. It, yeah, it's, it is a steep learning curve. It is a steep learning curve. Like, I, if I had never played Metal Gear Solid Five coming into this game, I would have been, like, quite deterred by how complicated the menu system is and how just... how to gauge different gameplay aspects as to what you can and can't do. You know, like, at the moment, I'm still trying to finesse how close do I need to be to an enemy to punch them and not punch the air. <laughs> yeah, how much uh, how much Batman snap does it have is what you're asking. Yeah, how much Batman... Is this Arkham City or not? And the answer is no. We talk in Shadow of Mordor snap, we do in Batman snapping, like, what's... Or is what it just Skyrim right where now? you just swing and hope you hit something... But or yeah. is it a slapless sort of snap? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm I saying. I also think that if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2 or Metal Gear Solid 5, if you have, like, over the Christmas break, nothing else to do, you should really throw yourself at this game. Like, you have to throw yourself at this game. It's not like, I'll play half an hour here, half an hour there. No. No. <laughs> and, like, if you have, like, a couple weeks off and you've got nothing else to do and you're looking for a big, complicated game to get your, like, sink your teeth into, this is probably... This is definitely that. This is that more so than a Fallout or a Skyrim. This is a big, long game of action-packed stuff in a handful and then big long loops of gameplay where like everything is actually quite relaxed and you're micromanaging and all sorts there's my review it feels um it's a project is what it is it doesn't feel like uh completing a movie or or you know or something like that it's a project it's something you work on you get good at and you build up a section in your brain that has death stranding information and uh i think it, it that can be fine um, I think it's a game that requires you to be pretty obsessed with it for the first 10 hours to like mm. really let the basics of it, the, the muscle memory of the menus, all that sort of stuff sink into you, which it will sooner than you think it will. It doesn't, it's not a, as steep of a requirement as you, as it sounds. It doesn't, it's, you can get yourself to learn this game easier than you think you can. Cause it's fun and satisfying and I like it. It's cool, man. I would recommend anyone who likes Euro Truck Simulator 2 or America Truck Simulator play this game. It's great. You know what? I like this game more than those games. Oh, I'll say shit. it. I'll say it. I think that probably is conclusive of our review. I think we criticized it a lot because it's a different thing. Like, it's a different thing that made us think. And because we're both big brains... We enjoy it, but if you're not a Didn't big Kojima, brain, Kojima said this was a strand type game. Yeah, he's trying something. to brand the genre. He's trying to brand the genre as it's. Kind of, I mean, it's yeah. And the idea is this asymmetric multiplayer adventure game, when really you could just call it an adventure game. I think mm-hmm. I that you know, 
I think yeah. Legend of Zelda is an action-adventure game for sure because combat is a huge part of that game. Yeah, I don't think you can change the name of the genre based on like a little feature in it. It doesn't... You're still doing missions for people and going from A to B. Like, that's still... You really I mean, have to... You really have to give the genre based on that. I you're feel going like. from the west coast of America to the east coast. It, it's an adventure game. Just call it an adventure game. <laughs> Maybe it's part yeah, of his exactly like it is. awkward Kojima. Uh, what is it? Uh, media stuff. Just the hype to be like, oh, this is a this new. It is a kind sure. of a new kind of game. Yeah. But and it he's can a man be that doesn't. To, to my knowledge, he doesn't really speak English. Not so well. maybe it's just kind of a weird, you know, okay. um, translation of ideas kind of thing. Well, this maybe is the thing. There's some. There's always some meaning lost anytime something's translated from language to language. So how how I I keep thinking like, especially through like the Metal Gear stuff, right? There's a lot of stuff there that makes only makes sense and is quite smart in English, and I'm just like. How does he know this? If he's not, he's definitely not fluent in the language in any capacity. He needs a translator. But like, I don't know what I'm trying to say is the truth. But it, you do come across things that you do wonder. How did this man who doesn't know how to speak English come up with when it is like the words like Sam Porter Bridges, Fragile Express, and things like that, like. But I think it it could explain why there's names like Die Hard Man. <laughs> yeah, that's a dumb name. That's a really dumb name. What the fuck? Like, it doesn't ruin anything. You accept it in like five minutes and it's fine. But it's really funny. It's like, this guy's name is Die Hard Man. It's Die also... Yeah, yeah. Hardman. I think we should... I know, like, I know someone in real life with the name Hardman. Like, that's a name. <laughs> that's, a, that's the last name. But the first name being Die, it's like, you think he's Bruce Willis. He's Die Hard Man. There he is. I think we should wrap up the podcast. That is our yeah. review of Death Stranding. Uh, sure. yeah. If you're not sure whether or not you want to buy it, ask someone to get it for you for Christmas. There you go. <laughs> If you don't know if you want this game or not, if you don't want to spend money on it, then have someone buy it instead. If you had to give the <laughs> if you had to give the game a rating out of ten, Max, what would you give it? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns with whatever I said like ten minutes ago. Eight point five yeah. out of ten. That's what I'm gonna give it. You're further than uh, me slightly, but I'm not gonna for say. everyone necessarily, but for a certain people, quite fun, quite good. I'm going to say go. 8 out of 10, you know? Like, yeah. Metal That's Gear fair. Solid 5 is like a 9.5 out of 10, and this game is an 8 out of 10. Well, I need to play Metal Gear Solid then, goddamn. I have it. <laughs> well, have you played all of them? No. <laughs> Ridiculous question. You've played none of them. Wow. No, I put okay, so I played the first one with friends of mine for my old podcast like years ago. Mm-hmm. Where we did we kind of did a let's play of Metal Gear Solid, the first one. I so have... long. I don't remember anything from it. So I basically just say that I haven't played it. Because I don't remember anything. I have played I think halfway through Metal Gear Solid 5. I have Metal Gear Solid 
I think one, two, and three on PlayStation Three, uh, and I actually have a Game Boy a Game Boy Advance version of Metal Gear Solid, and I've watched numerous video essays on Metal Gear Solid, like a lot. I watched another one like literally a couple of days ago, and I can tell you that it, none of it still none of it makes sense to me still. <laughs> it's it's too big of a story. And it's got too many weird things like, ah, oh, now this guy's the big boss, but he used to be Snake. But now this guy's Snake, and he's now big boss. And But he's a clone, but actually a brother, but also a clone. And Liquid is actually just a clone of Snake. And I'm People just like, wonder why I haven't got into this yet. Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey, we need to get off here and yes. go play some Metal Gear Solid, apparently. That's apparently. what's going to happen, so... Good episode. I think the flow was just... I'm happy with it. I, uh, I hope you all liked it too. Also, so, uh, public service yeah. announcement. If you would be so kind as to... If you want to buy... Play and buy Metal Gear Solid, any of them, buy them secondhand. Don't give Kojima money. No, don't. sorry. Don't give Konami money. Konami is a horrible company that mistreats its employees. And that's why Kojima left and made Death Stranding. If you need that corroborated, Google the YouTube clip of uh, uh, where at those game awards they didn't let him accept an award. You have my permission to torrent Metal Gear. <laughs> Your permission. To- my permission. Yes. If the yes. FBI come a knock in, send them my. Don't do that, please. I'm brown. They'll shoot me on sight. <laughs> Even this if it's not been, your fault, they'll, fi- they'll find a way. This has been the Super Salty Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's we kind of come whole circle here because we started this podcast because one day we knew we were going to talk about Death Stranding and now we have. Max, that's that's I didn't think about that. Yes, hit them yes, with your socials. Oh shit! Um, on Twitter, you can go to Thunder underscore Smell. That's my Twitter. That's where I'm at. Instagram Thunder Smell, no underscore, just Thunder and Smell. Um. Yeah, that's what I'll have. My other links are, are on one of those two. So Twitter, Instagram, yes. What is yours? What is your information? Uh, my Instagram is Ninaw, N-E-E-N-A-W. My YouTube is also Ninaw. My Twitter is underscore Ninaw. And that's me. Thank you for listening to Super Salty Podcasts. Bye. Hmm, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>